welcome to the DFB podcast. I'm AJ Wolf. I write the Disney food blog and I'm here with my co-host Brad Johnson from WDWforgrownups.com. I am indeed Brad Johnson from WDWforgrownups.com. Yes, you are. And this is our very first DFB podcast. We're so glad to have you with us and we hope to make you hungry. So, for our inaugural episode, we're going to start out by taking a look at restaurants that you can take a quick jaunt out of the parks to get a nice, relaxing bite to eat. After that, we're going to take some reader questions. Following that, we're going to do some trivia. Where you can win stuff. Woo! And after potentially winning some stuff, we will then collapse from exhaustion from the stress of doing our first podcast. Yes, we probably will. But no matter what, we're glad you're with us. So whether you're on the treadmill right now, good for you, or you are driving to or from work, we are hoping to make your day a little bit more delicious. So let's get started with the first DFB podcast. Here we go. Okay, so today we are going to talk about escaping from the parks when you're doing rope drop to fireworks. And uh, we're going to hit each of the parks and kind of talk about the places that we like to go for lunch that are outside of the parks where you can get get out of the crazy and get away from all the crowds and just have a nice relaxing lunch. Yes, I want to have a nice relaxing lunch, AJ. Yeah, it's one of my favorite dining tips, really. I, I think that, you know, midday... You're going to need a break one way or the other. You yeah. might as well get out. The restaurants in the park are really hard to get into, so you know, and they're also going to be crazy, so yeah. get out. So let's start in Magic Kingdom. Uh, what is your favorite kind of escape from the Magic Kingdom restaurant? I'm going to hop on the boat and head on over to Fort Wilderness, which I love, love, love. I love and, it, too. And I am going to go to Trails End. Yeah! It is a, is a winner on pretty much every front you could possibly want on a lunch outing. Yeah. Right? It's easy to get to. You just take the boat over to Fort Wilderness. No problem. Once you get there, you're probably going to have no problem getting a table. The, the times I've been there, there has been no wait, and there wasn't even a wait after I was in. Um, food prices, very reasonable. I mean, let me, let me rephrase that. They're Disney reasonable as you know, they are, they are budget. Right. <laughs> they're budget by Disney's definition of the word budget, which means no one else's criteria of the word budget. But yeah, they, that's it, not, that's not your outside the big purple gates budget there. That's right. <laughs> exactly. Um, and, and the food is good. I mean, the food is not, you're not going to write home about it. It's not, you know, you're not going to be like, Oh, it's the best thing I've ever eaten in my life. But I've had much more expensive meals that were not nearly as good. I think that's right. I really, really like the uh, the chicken and waffles there, and they have a sticky bun sundae that I love as well. And that's another good point is, is the stuff that they have is not all boring, right? It's not like this burger. Ooh, that's and, a good point. You know, um, that's it's 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 much more interesting than than your usual budget fare, right? That's a good that's a good point. So, what's your pick? Okay, so I'm going to get us on a boat as well, but I'm going to go the other direction on Seven Seas Lagoon. She does that. She just, whatever I say, she's got to go the other direction. That's right. <laughs> I go over to Grand Floridian Cafe in uh, in the Grand Floridian Resort. Who would have thought? Yeah. So this place I recommend highly because it is, um, you actually stole my number one, which was Trails it's End. It's everyone's number one. It's the awesomest. So this is, my, this is my number two, I will admit. But Grand Floridian Cafe is a very relaxed, relaxed 
um, low key restaurant. It's not too far from the Grand Floridian boat docks. You don't have to walk that far to get there. You can make an advanced dining reservation for this one, but you probably don't have to. Um, and, uh, they have, they have, they have good food. You've got, you've got burgers, you've got steaks, um, a little bit more high end food probably than trails end. And they also have something called the grand Floridian burger, the grand cafe burger. I can't remember what it is. Grand Floridian burger that has lobster on it. So then you're, then you're going real high end. Yeah. So yeah, the prices are a little worse than, uh, than trails end, but it is very relaxing in there. And like, it's relaxed, it's low key. It's kind of the Brad of Disney restaurants. <laughs> this is the Brad of Disney restaurants. And AJ, the tra- Trails End is the AJ of Disney restaurants. How so? <laughs> Campy and fun? That's right. That's what it is. <laughs> awesome. Okay. So those are our two top picks um, for Magic Kingdom. Uh, some other stuff that you can do from... I mean, Kona's great, but you're probably not going to be able to get in very easily. Yeah, if you're there during a low period of time, like a low, uh, low crowd period, Kona Cafe and the Polynesian is... A possibility for you great food um but a little a little bit more trafficked yep um wave you could go to the wave you could definitely go to the wave in the contemporary resort that's just you can actually walk there from the magic kingdom which is really nice so. yeah so i mean those would be you got anything else for magic kingdom no those are my peaks probably yeah, those are probably the best to get there so now we'll go over to the epcot and hollywood studios resort area 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 and uh what is your pick in Epcot. Okay, so I'm going to leave Epcot in the middle of the day when I'm sweaty and disgusting and just need to get to the air conditioning. And I'm going to go over to Cruise Cap Lounge over in the Yacht Club Resort. Yeah, I love that place. It actually, it's it's a bar. I will be honest with you. It is a bar. <laughs> You'll um, be honest with you. You're not, you're not going <laughs> to deceive us on this matter. It is a bar. It is a bar. It's the it's a lounge. Um, it's the lounge for the Yachtsman Steakhouse Restaurant. And it opens around 2 p.m. It starts serving, uh, it, it serves drinks before 2 p.m., but it starts serving lunch, dishes, and appetizers after two or after 1.30 or 2 p.m. So um, it just has sandwiches, it has soups, it has my beloved uh, boneless chicken wings that I heart so very much with the buffalo sauce. Um, and, I, and, and the service is always great in that place, and there's nobody there. Like, there's never anybody there. <laughs> you know, actually, it gets, it gets once the, the yacht club crowd starts coming in and needing to wait for their, their table, then, yeah, there's some people in there. But if you go at 2... There's, there's, you're probably gonna have no yeah. trouble getting food. That's one of my favorite places to pop over and just get a and get a relaxing bite. Yeah, yeah. How about you? Um, well, obviously, if if cruise cup isn't open yet, I can hit the captain's grill, which is usually you can get in there as well. Yeah, that's pretty much right next door. I mean, it's kind of the vanilla of of uh, of John's. The the food's decent and everything. It's not the Brad or the AJ. It's not. It's neither the Brad nor the AJ. <laughs> it's Disney not the vanilla, but it is a good choice if you can't. Um, if you can't. If, if you're, it's not a bad choice if that's what's available if to you. If Cruise Cup's door is closed, you can go to Captain's Grill. But get my, a good, get a good burger. But what I would pick before that would be um, ESPN Club. Okay. Because that that actually is one of my. I just think that's good food across the board, and you can, assuming there's not a a, a game going on, you can probably get in there no problem. Yeah, right? and that one's over at the boardwalk. You can sit in the bar. You can sit in the dining room. Good chicken wings. Good chicken wings. Good so nacho it's got cheese. AJ's endorsement automatically because there are there are chicken wings over there. Yeah, nacho cheese. There's nacho cheese. Um, so, so some other options in the Epcot area. 
uh, Uria again, uh, Uria would, would be, uh, I mean, obviously if, if the stars have aligned and for some reason there's not a weight out the door at, uh, beaches and cream, grab that obviously. Yeah. But a couple that I really like that are, um, usually not, they are never proportionally busy because it's very good food and it's very relaxing are the, the restaurants over at the dolphin, which are, um, the fountain and fresh. Oh, those are good points. Yeah. Those are, those are, um, really good restaurants that nobody ever goes to. It feels like, I mean, it, it feels like there's always, there's some conference people there who are staying at the dolphin in this one, but there, there aren't any like, you know, tourists or park tour touring people there very much. And, and those are fantastic. Those restaurants. are underappreciated restaurants, I would say. And they're a little bit closer to, to Hollywood Studios. So if you want to, you know, actually walk from Hollywood Studios over to the Dolphin or take the boat, that'll be your first stop out of the studios. So that's a, those are excellent points. Cool. So now we'll go over to Animal Kingdom. Where can I escape to, from the Animal Kingdom, AJ? Yeah, nowhere. Uh, I cannot escape. From you can't. The animal you can't escape from the animal kingdom. I thought kingdom. maybe with your encyclopedic Disney knowledge, you actually knew some some uh, Disney <laughs> restaurant can, that I'd never heard of. Maybe that you was, can walk over to the McDonald's <laughs> <laughs> from there. There, I mean, there are two table service restaurants in the park. Or I'm sorry, there's three. There are three table service restaurants in the park. You've got Tusker House and um, Rainforest Cafe and um, the wonderful Yak and Yeti, but they are probably going to be pretty pretty crowded. Tusker House has a character meal, and so anyway, it, those aren't those aren't good escapes necessarily because you're gonna ha- you're gonna have you're gonna ha- bring the crazy with you in your, there. Your jaunting options at Animal Kingdom are pretty much non-existent. Yeah, if you want to jump on a bus over to the Animal Kingdom Resort and go to the Mara, you can do that. But then you're on a bus, and, and our our goal for these jaunts is that you don't have to get on any bus. If you got on car. a bus, it wasn't a jaunt. That's right. So then let's talk about Disneyland. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's talk about Disneyland. So. My favorite jaunt to escape from the parks in Disneyland Which, is... Which, by the way, is unfairly easy in Disneyland because all the restaurants are just right there and you can get into them. Dope. You know, the, the jaunts are very quick in Disneyland. There but, is like negative space between the parks and the hotel restaurants that's right. in Disneyland. It's unfair. But anyway, I'm sorry I interrupted you. Go ahead and, and uh, <laughs> okay, lay, your, so... lay your first pick on us. My first pick uh, for Disneyland would be Storytellers Cafe over in the Grand Californian Resort, which is an adorable restaurant. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of what the theme is there. It's it's like a it's, craftsman theme. The theme is kind of like a storyteller's cafe. <laughs> yeah, it is, it is. They actually have like stories on like written I, on the. I stuff. wasn't joking. No, was, it's that great. is really the theme. Is it's a cafe full of uh, homage to storytellers. Yeah, but it's not like fairy tale story stories. It's like old old west stories. Whatever. Okay. So anyway, it's storytellers. You can get it's it's a table service restaurant, really relaxed, really chill, really good corn chowder, and really good corn muffins. Cornbread. Their corn. cornbread is the bomb. <laughs> if anything has corn in the title at Storytellers Cafe, just get it. Just, just order say, it. Go in and say, give me the corn stuff. I want the corn <laughs> stuff and the corn stuff only. So since AJ took the obvious one, first of all, storytellers is great. I'm not gonna disagree that and and I would argue, you know. The one I'm going to pick would be uh, in com- on competition with storytellers for my first pick, but since she took the easy one anyway, I will take Naples, which I love. I had I think that was one of my favorite meals the first time I went there. Naples. Was, they have it's basically very similar to Via Napoli in Epcot, um, owned by the same company, owned by the same people. I shouldn't say very similar because it's not super similar, but it's 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 the pizza is kind of similar, and there's a lot of a lot of similar types of dishes. Great um, pastas there. Great, yeah, I, I I really enjoyed that. 
Um, and and it's very relaxing too most of the yeah. time. I, it wasn't terribly hard to get a table, and it was a it was a good chill place to go. And good service. Yeah, we had great service when we were there. So other options in Disney in uh, in Disneyland to escape from the parks during the day. I I kind of I want to mention a second one, even though it's no. I'm sorry, that's against the rules. <laughs> no, I just please. <laughs> I want to mention a second. Just this once. Okay. All right. Because uh, this place is so awesome, and it's. It's probably going to be crowded because it's always crowded. But if you can get over tra- to Trader Sam's in the Disneyland Hotel, that is a that's a bar too. I think we can see where AJ's there's a going. theme here. <laughs> Apparently, I like to escape the parks and, and drink my lunch. But <laughs> they have a word for people who like to escape the bars, AJ. Uh, anyway, so go to Trader Sam's if you can make it. It's it's trust me, you want to go in the middle of the day instead of at night because then you're never going to get in. There is a line out the door all the time there. So if you go during the day around 2 or 3 p.m., you might be able to beat the crowds. They have fantastic appetizers there, really fun atmosphere, great drinks. They even have kungaloosh. They serve kungaloosh, um, which I can't... Yeah, I think it is actually even on the menu there, the kungaloosh from the Adventurers Club in Disney World's Pleasure Island that is that is that has now been shuttered. Um, so you definitely want to check that out. So basically that meets none of the criteria. It's not quick. It's not an, it's not a jaunt. It's not going to be easily available and it's not actually even a restaurant, but <laughs> nevertheless, that's AJ's pick. It's my pick anyway. Her, her second pick, which again what is- What can a, I say? I'm out of the box. That's right. You're, you're violating all the rules. <laughs> I'm crazy. I'm crazy. crazy. Okay. So it looks like we sort of covered the, uh, the four Disney World parks, except for Animal Kingdom. We kind of failed you on that one, but, uh, um, and headed over to Disneyland as well. If you guys have- have any ideas um, or your favorite places to uh, escape to or jaunt to when you're at or the any parks. place we missed? Yes, any place we missed when you when you're at the parks all day long and you want to get out for a little bit. Um, the you can let us know at podcast at disneyfoodblog.com. That's right, podcast at disneyfoodblog.com. Let us know. So now it's time to dig into the DFB podcast mailbag and answer some reader questions. Our first question comes from Sean, who would like to know, is it okay to make an advanced dining reservation just to go to get dessert? Yes, you can actually make an advanced dining reservation just for dessert. Although I'm not so sure that your server is going to be all that happy since their tip's going to be lower. But uh, you can indeed make a dining reservation. They don't ask you what you're going to eat when you're there and... So you can, you can do I that. I doubt very much they're going to throw you out. Right. Exactly. Um, and, and one exception to this might be when you um, are dining at a buffet or, you know, Ohana, a place where that's all you can eat. You probably can't go in and pay just for dessert. You'd have to probably pay for your whole meal, um, even if you just want a dessert. Like, you could go to Chef Mickey's and get a whole, like, big vat of pudding if you wanted to, but um, you'd still have to pay for the full meal. That's my kind of buffet. Get all your money back in, in dessert. Don't That's bother right. with any of the other courses. <laughs> That's right. Just eat, just eat a whole bunch of dessert. So, like, uh, so if you want to go to Ohana and say, hey, I just want to pay for the bread pudding, can't really get away with that that sounds delightful though i'd like to go in and just like i'll, I'll just be like just give me all bread pudding just give me a, an amount of bread pudding that's equivalent to whatever i would have had otherwise give me bread pudding on a skewer <laughs> <laughs> over the fire um i have i have here's it here's a dfb podcast rumor 
for you is I have heard that you can go to the Tambu Lounge at the Polynesian Resort and request a portion of the Ohana coconut bread pudding. I call it heaven. Yeah, it is it is heaven. It's delicious. But they yeah, it's great. Anyway, I've heard that you can go to Tambu Lounge and order it there. Haven't tried this myself, don't have experience. Consider it a rumor, but if you if you get the chance to do that, let us know what happens. So our next question comes from Pam, who would like to know if the new cancellation policy only pertains to signature meals and character meals. So that's a great question. Let's cover quickly first the uh, the actual cancellation policy. This started in October of 2011, um, where Disney said that for select restaurants, if you don't show up, if you're a no-show, or if you cancel with less than a, a full day's notice um, for Disney, you will actually be charged $10 per person on the reservation. Um, and you do need to put down a credit card guarantee for these reservations. Now, the question is, is this only for signature and character dining experiences? And yes, it is. It is only right now for restaurants that are considered signature, which are the most expensive restaurants on property and character meals. Now, here's a little extra tidbit on this is that I've been making reservations for my upcoming trip and I'm noticing that even if um, the dining experience you are booking is not a signature or character meal, but takes place in a restaurant that has a signature or character meal, you actually do have to put a credit card guarantee on that. For instance, dinner at Ohana, because the breakfast at Ohana is a character meal, dinner at Ohana is going to have a um, credit card guarantee on it. Interesting. Yeah, so you just want to be aware of that when you're booking, that you may have to put down a credit card guarantee, even if your particular meal that you're booking isn't a character or signature dining experience, if it takes place in a restaurant that does have one of those. And our final question is from Alicia, who asks, what, AJ, is your favorite Earl of Sandwich sandwich? Oh, I love Earl of Sandwich. So my favorite Earl of Sandwich sandwich is actually the Italian, which has all kinds of different Italian meats and mozzarella cheese and tomatoes and all kinds of yumminess. That's my favorite. How about you? I am a fan of the full Montague. I like It has uh, roast beef and turkey and two different cheeses. It has Swiss and uh, cheddar. And then it's also got a mustard sauce on it. And all of it, you know, so it's not exactly like the most original sandwich you've ever heard of, but the, the proportions are great and I, I really enjoy it. And it's all melty and delicious and fabulous. I'm glad you talked about an original sandwich because Earl of Sandwich also has something called the original, but it's actually, it's a little bit longer name. People just call it the original, but it's the original 1762. That's another big fan favorite there with a uh, roast beef, cheddar and horseradish sauce. And uh, another one that people really love there is the, uh, holiday sandwich which comes out it, at the end of the year during um during the holidays and it has a um like turkey and cranberry sauce and and um stuffing or what's the other word for stuffing dressing dressing whatever you call it at your house um so that's a fun sandwich too I think this is going to be one of my favorite parts of the DFB podcast going forward. Um, we are going to have a trivia question.
question every single uh, podcast and everybody's going to have the chance to answer it and get entered to win a prize every week. Yay. So this week's trivia question is which Disney restaurant features all you can drink milkshakes, all you can drink milkshakes. And this is for breakfast, lunch and dinner, my friends. So there's a special tip. You are a serious milkshake fan. If you're having one for breakfast. Yeah. All you can drink milkshake for breakfast. So if you think you know the answer, send an email to Trivia at DisneyFoodBlog.com with trivia in the subject line. And if your answer is correct, you will be entered into a drawing to win one of the DFB guides. Yeah. So let us know what you think. And uh, I do believe that the answer to this question was posted unknowingly on our Disney Food Blog Facebook page. And you can go become a fan of that at Facebook.com slash Disney Food Blog. to the end of our very first DFB podcast episode. Thanks for joining us. Before we go, just want to ask you to please help us get the word out about the brand new show. Tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell people that you know love Disney World and love food. If you're an iTunes user, you can head over and subscribe. And we also ask you, if you can, rate and review the show if you liked it. If you didn't like it, we probably don't need you to rate and review the show. But You can skip that part if you, you didn't like it. You can skip that part. But if you did like it, please do rate and review it. It'll help us to get the word out and we're looking forward to your comments and thoughts speaking of comments if you'd like to leave a comment you can go over to dfbpodcast.com that's where we'll be keeping this episode of the show and all future episodes of the show Um, we'll have show notes there and you can leave a comment to let us know if you liked it and once again you can even there you can even let us know if you didn't like it yeah (laughs) go ahead and go ahead and and put your negative comments there too because we'll learn from them So that brings us pretty much to the end of the show. For AJ Wolf from Disney Food Blog, I'm Brad Johnson from WDW for Grown Ups, signing off. (laughs) 